you may have to say that. Mm-hmm. Is it really? Yes, it is, David. All right. I'm pretty I, firm in my resolve now. Because we avoided this conversation in the uh, the drive up here, so let's let's have it. Oh, were, were you it? avoiding it? I wasn't even thinking about it. Yeah. Well, I was avoiding it. Why? So just, you know, I, I, I'm afraid to talk to you about stuff off the air. Why is that? You intimidate me. I intimidate you? That's I, weird. I don't, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I mean... This is what it comes down to for me. I like doing this show because it's fun and it's different and always, you know, a good story or two will come out of it. And then I looked at my life and I thought, I've been doing this for 10 years. I don't get paid for this show. I thought it was part of your contract. No, it hasn't been a part of my contract for a while. Mm. Uh, so, I mean, what, what's my motivation? Why the, the love why, of the why P1? am I volunteering to work on weekends? Because you're a dedicated human. Yeah, I'm dedicated to leisure, my own. <laughs> That's it. So did you have the uh, the meeting with Kat this week? No, I, I wanted to talk about it to the P1 before I talked about it with my boss. <laughs> so, yeah, so we need to wrap this up and make way for new blood. Maybe it's Ben and Skin. I don't know who it'll be. I don't know who it'll be. Of course, Ben and Skin are older than us. How can they be new blood? Yeah. They are still up and comers. I guess so. Or comers and uppers. What? I've done both of those. In a single night. So, uh, so yeah. So, I mean... The, the bottom line is this is a very poor excuse for a sports show. It's really not a sports show at all, in, in fact. I don't know if you've read our mission statement. Our Do we have one? Did show, you write one? Our show mission statement. I know I signed you one a few years ago, and I don't know if you ever finished it. Yeah, well, I mean, it's still a work in progress. I, I've you know, got a couple of scrap pieces of paper laying around my truck and in my house, you know, just rough drafts. Yeah. But there's nothing about sports in any of those. How does it start off? We the people? No, it's it's like, um, dear know. Jesus. Yeah, dear Jesus is how it starts. <laughs> That's well, you know, it's a different way to do a mission statement. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of missions that have been created in His name. Mm-hmm. It's a it starts out, dear Jesus, American flag, and eagle in slow motion. You like that stick? Uh huh. That is true, though. It just plays to that that sentiment of you know the American the eagle flying in slow motion over a superimposed waving flag. Yeah, I went to uh, the Stars game on Wednesday, and I, I had to stifle a laugh because that's what they show on the big screen during the uh, national anthem. 
Well, I mean, and, and, and it's, it's not and to it's diminish not even, the anthem or, or no. America. It's just to diminish how Americans, we just, we are suckers for people being able to manipulate us with cheap sentiment. Right. I mean, you know, you, you can, uh, as, like, as a president or a congressman, your job is to wrap whatever you're doing in the flag to make it very difficult for anyone to be against uh, yeah, you. Yeah, you can't reject the flag. Or you're a commie. Right. You don't want to be a commie. Yeah, the, the worst thing about the uh, presentation at American Airlines Center is it's not even a real eagle. It's like a CG eagle yeah. flying in front of the flag. Which, by the way, I was at a local cafe, and they run the TV there. They always have it on Comedy Central. And um, they were running the Colbert Report. Uh-huh. And he has all kinds of eagle and flag thing in his opening, too. They kind of cracked me up. He had the uh, the former FEMA director on this week, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, I saw that was the one I, I was. Watching. I meant to watch that and I didn't watch it. Was it was it good? He asked him. Yeah, it was good. You know, that's a interesting show. His character is interesting. He's like an uber American, right? Right. Is is the idea conservative? I guess in a way. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of like a fake uh, Fox News Channel show. Right. And uh, so he had Michael Brown on, former FEMA director. And I asked Michael Brown, you know, who's been critical of FEMA since his departure, he says, um, so has anything gotten better at FEMA? Have they done anything to improve themselves since this whole mess? And he goes, no, not a thing. And Colbert goes, well, they got rid of you. <laughs> so tense. The guy bow up a little bit. It was funny. Colbert's questions are just funny. He's fearless. He really is. Fearless. They're well written. You know, there's a lot of stuff that's really well written about that show. I, was a, I, I haven't given that show enough of a chance, but I was afraid that it would be too much of just a one-trick show. Well, know? it is kind of, you know, because unlike The Daily Show, which can adopt many different sensibilities throughout the show, you know, uh -huh. there's one sensibility to Colbert's character. So, I mean, that, I guess that can get kind of tiresome after a while. He's funny, though. He is. And so Maybe he'll those, take over this time slot. So many of those guys, yeah, who knows? So many of those guys have done well from Daily Show. You had, uh, well, Steve Carell, I guess, has been the most successful out of any of them. Yeah. Because he went on to do 40-Year-Old Virgin and The Office and and all those sorts of things. Colbert's got his own show. Kilborn. What is, what is uh, was Kilborn on that show? He was the host before Jon Stewart. Oh, Don't yeah. I mean, what about Rob Corddry? He's all right. He hasn't done much of anything outside that show yet. He says little bit parts in movies. He's funny. I think Rob Corddry's funny. You're you, know, you know who I... I think he's, I think he's pretty good. I, I think he's pretty good. The one guy that I don't know that they have on there, I haven't seen Mo him Roca? on there. He's not on there anymore. Oh. I didn't really think he was that great. But uh, Lewis Black really drove me crazy. You didn't like Lewis Black, no. but let me tell you about this. Yeah, he he doesn't rub me the right way. Well, you know what? I his manner wouldn't rub me the right way either. But I've laughed at him many a time. Yeah, he, I mean he does write some good jokes. I'll give him that. I thought we were talking about this show. What happened? I don't remember. Anyway. So, uh, yeah, so the rant, I have no idea how many more we got. Two or three? Well, if we go by the schedule, schedule, the schedule that we're supposed to be keeping, I guess this is the third from last. If it's going to end in April, then we have two more shows after today. But I'd like to, and once again, I, 
who knows, maybe they talk to the boss and he says you can't quit or something like that. Well, he said he wanted a month month's notice. Right. So, um, but the thing is, I would like to do a show every once in a while. So no. I don't know what we should do. Maybe we'll do a podcast show. Should we do a, uh, well, may, uh, well, maybe I, give Norm every Friday off? We can do Norm's. <laughs> We can do Norm's grab bag of fun on Fridays. I don't know. I mean, maybe um, maybe just like twice a year we can uh, come out of retirement. Do a me. Saturday. Maybe we'll get the nighttime shift. Wouldn't that be fun? I thought we just went to network now. Or we just played old bits from ten years ago. We do. And you know what? I've listened to a lot of those old bits from ten years ago, and some of them are really funny. But bits I'd totally forgotten about are... Couldn't even remember, even if I tried. Even while listening to it, I didn't remember it. It was good. I'm like an Alzheimer's patient. Can hide my own Easter eggs now. All right, so uh, so we will certainly take your calls about the demise of the rant. Boy, it just went. It's going away with a whimper. It really is. Well, I mean, it, it's definitely not as funny as it was <laughs> like five years ago. I don't know that that's true. I don't know. Ask anyone. Can we ask that guy right there? I don't think he's ever heard of the ticket. No, yeah. He's just looking for a... Well, you want to go to the phones? Sure. Hi, you're on Sports Radio 13. Oh. Hey, guys. Hey, you're on the ticket AM. Yeah, I... You know, y'all kept me from suicide many a times. I've been listening to your show since it pretty much started. And, you know, y'all got me through everything, and now I have kids of my own. I'm, but I still want to do that sometimes because the kids drive me crazy, but... You've always been there for me, Gordon, and I'd appreciate it if you would stay. Well, I can't. You, do you want to leave his children? Do you want to leave his children orphans? Leave his children widows? <laughs> what? <laughs> Hi, you're on Sports Radio 1310, the ticket. Gordo, first of all, I want to say I love you, man. Oh, thanks. The RAN gives me inspiration and hope for the week ahead. Here's my vote to keep the RAN on, and I'll fund it if possible. Well, stop guilting me into keeping it going. You're going to uh, well, fund it? How much are you going to pay me a week to do it? 1000 a week, man. Wow. Please how, keep the rant off. How can you turn that down? You know well, what? That starts case. That starts getting to where, okay. Well, uh, well here's my If Manager point. would give me 1000 a week to do it, that's 50, I'll give you $1,000 a week, man. $50,000 a year. Yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah. How do my you have that kind of money? Is, I'm in a quandary. I love you and Norm. Why should I vote for you, my friend? Oh, yeah, we need to talk about the uh, Oh, yeah, compound. the ticket compound. Yeah, I forgot about that. Why should he vote for you? Do you really want the master bedroom? You know what? I, I think I'll win either way. If I get the master bedroom, I think I'll probably end up giving it to Norm and room with Craig anyway. Mm -hmm. Or if Norm wins it, I'll room with Craig. I mean, that's I'm used to doing that. Craig and I are good roommates. Zex? I'm sorry, Norm. Zex? Hi, you're on Sports Radio 1310, the ticket. You're on AM radio. Hello? Yes. How long have you guys been on the air? Well, that was the other thing that affected my decision. Someone told me I've been doing this show for 10 years. I know we've been doing it. I know we've been doing it in the Saturday, uh, Saturday morning time slot various times since like 97 or 98. I, I know you're kicking around the idea of doing one every once in a while so you guys can still do the pre-show planning, which exists of... You know, making a cup of coffee, getting out of the bed in the morning, and showing up for work. Right? Yeah, that's about Come it. On, humor, humor, humor. <laughs> me. 
Oh, humor you. I thought you were trying to declare what you were doing was humor. Well, I'm working on it. All right. Well, keep working. For the love of God, keep working on that. Hi, you're on the ticket. You're on with uh, David Lane. Uh, hey, Dave. Uh, hmm. Three things, man. Um, uh, first one, man, is uh, I'd rather listen to your show than do crack. Uh, two, I want to host the show. And uh, three, I'm sorry to hear that Ryan's died. I think it's Reiner died, right? Uh, I don't know. I get confused on that. Yeah. I don't know either. Well, yeah, and by the way, uh, Jeff Catlin wanted me to announce that he wants people to flood him with resumes to be doing the, to host uh, the yes. And audition tapes. And audition tapes. I mean. Just tape yourself in your bathroom doing funny stuff. And, and he said, to, yeah, and he said he, wa he likes people that have no experience. So, yeah. He's looking for the next Big Dick Hunter. Take your jam box into your bathroom and, um, and record your audition tape and send it to Cat. He, he loves those things. Uh -huh. He loves that kind of stuff. Hi, you're on the ticket. You're on with AM Radio. I like to pinch. What? Hi, you're on with AM Radio. That's his bastards. Go away. What was that? I don't know. I huh. guess that was vote against us keeping... Oh, okay. Hi, you're on AM Radio with the AM boys. Hello? Just doesn't understand the delay business. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for calling. That was uh, certainly a, that was a, a rousing send-off yeah. from the P1s. We really appreciate them all <laughs> kind of gathering up, gathering their thoughts, and kind of telling us what they thought. I kind of get the our years of service. I kind of get the sense that um, not having their Gordon on Saturdays, there's going to be a, a, a lot of suicides and murders and increased amounts of drug addiction and crime. You're going to want which, sex with guys. Which will only give me more to talk about during the week, during the news segments. So that's always fun. All right, coming up next, we have to examine the biggest controversy ever to hit the ticket, and that is the ticket compound. The Desperados aren't fooling around tonight as they take on the Columbus Destroyers of the AAC. Rich Phillips and K. Scott have the pregame at 6.15, kickoff at 6.30 on Sports Radio 1310, The Ticket. Hey, P1s, it's 10.33 on Sports Radio 1310, The Ticket. The Rant, broadcasting live at Toyota of Louisville. This is Renee Issop's Toyota of, of Louisville. And, is it? Uh, yeah, and she came through wearing her evening gown just a few moments ago. I thought it was a dude. No, it is a dude. Remember the old commercials he used to be on? He yeah. was with a different dealership at the time. But <clears throat> so this is his Renee place. Is a, yeah. This is a new place. This is really nice. Man, this is top-notch here. Toyota of Louisville. Now, where is it, David? It is uh, off I-35. It's between Corporate and 121 on the southbound access road. This says 35 at 121. Yeah, Louisville. just just south of 121. You can register to win ticket T-shirts and $25 Shell gas cards. Don't miss the used car blowout sale this week only. Oh, this weekend only. It's more uh, narrowed down than uh, the week. Massive savings on over $4 million of quality pre-owned inventory. See their ad in the Dallas Morning News if you'd like. New 2006 Corollas, zero down, just 189 a month. That's cheap. That is pretty cheap. 
That's a Corolla. Savings are huge. Toyota of Louisville. The rant's going to be here until noon today. Stop by and see us. Are you going to buy a Prius? I would like to buy a Prius. Prius. I'm very fascinated by the hybrid vehicle. Yeah. Are you uh, just for the fuel economy or just because you like to believe that you're green and you make a difference? I think it's an emotional buy. I think it is just believing that you're green and it makes a difference. You know, I mean, it's not an economical thing. You know, they do all those studies that you really don't save any money because the hybrid costs a little bit more to buy. And, uh, you know, if you keep your car for 10 years, you still don't make up that difference in gas savings. Mm. But it, You would over my truck. That's the thing, man. I've got one big old Haas V8. 50 buck every time I fill it up. I know, at least. And gas prices have gone up again. They used to be, they were like 220 a couple weeks ago, and now they're up like 260, 270 again. So I like the old uh, the Prius. Look at that. It says it gets 60 miles a gallon on the highway. Dang, dang, dang. Oh, that's the city. Oh, it's worse on the highway because you're at higher speeds. Huh. Wow. That's opposite. For that's that crazy. But yeah, I'd like to get uh, my next vehicle I get, I will, it will be a hybrid. I like, well, I can't say what I like because it's a different make of vehicle, but. You don't like the Larry David Prius? I like the Prius. I'm, I'm just not a car person. Hi, guys. Hi, it's Prius. Hey, Prius. How are you? I'm just well. Thank you. Good. What you been doing lately, Prius? I'm just saving gas. Yeah, you can do a lot of that, yeah, don't you? Yeah. I just don't like it so much. Yeah. What do you, what do, you do on weekends? I just go to the dog park and look at the poodles and stuff. All right. Thank you. That's that's Prius. Yeah. Come see me, Toyota of Louisville. Yeah. If you'd like to come out and meet Prius, he's he's here. <laughs> Signing autographs all day. <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> oh, Prius just gave me his AIDS. Sorry. Um, God, you just don't sound I know good. It. I'm sicker than a dog. Eh? I think you need to get your sinuses vacuumed out. That's my theory. I don't know what that means. I don't know. But I just, I've heard, I've... Some sort of irrigation? I, I've heard that maybe, uh, you know, if you're ill frequently, that maybe uh, it's linked to a sinus problem. You've heard that? I've heard that. I, mean, I don't know what it is, but I... I don't know. Maybe I'm making it up. The past four I don't, years... I don't have a medical journal or anything to reference. They should never get sick. In the past four years, I get sick all the time. Maybe and it I always is attribute it to... You know what I think it is? It's whenever we do appearances and I shake a lot of hands, I think I touch my eyes a lot. I and they say that that's uh, the most common way of getting viruses is touching your eyes. I thought you had the Purell that you always carried around. I do, but I still After get every sick. dirty P1, you put that Purell on your hands. Well, no, you can't, see, because then that's, that's seen as, uh, what, do you just think I have a virus? So you'd be a jerk if you sanitize so, so your you make, hands. So you make one. it a point of wiping your eyes in front of them after you shake yeah, them. Yeah, I have see, to prove it to them. See, see look, look, I don't I think, think you have a clean, virus. And then I have to get sick afterwards. Meanwhile, you would think that everyone would welcome me doing that to my hands because... Uh, they don't want the other dirty P1s right. viruses. You're just a it, conduit for why viruses. Why would you want to come up and shake some guy's hand who's just shaken 200 other dirty, filthy, uh, DNA-crusted hands? Because <laughs> when you shake the hand of someone, you're not only shaking their hand. 
You're shaking the hand of every one of their sexual partners. Something like that, yeah. So, anyway, so I'm sick again, and I don't know what to do. I take the vitamin. I, take, I try that fly-by-night airborne stuff. Right. Uh, what else do I do? I don't know. I don't know. My immune system just sucks. You have an immune deficiency. You think it's a disorder? I do. I don't know. What's, okay, so what did that be? That's AIDS? It's lupus? It's... What else? Restless leg. That's an immune deficiency disorder? I don't know. Restless leg. Anyway, all right, let's talk controversy, David. Yes. Because we teased it, and now we've meandered around proving that we're a horrible radio show. And we've burned half the segment on nothing. Controversy. The ticket announced yesterday that one week from Monday... We will all be in lockdown in a house together. Every show host. All the daytime weekday hosts. And we cannot leave. It's for the whole broadcast week. You can go into the backyard, but that's it. That's it. There will be webcams set up everywhere. People will be able to watch us 24 hours a day. That's creepy. We'll be on the air for our normal shows and any other time we want to be on the air. We, can, we always have the switch that we can flip preempt any network programming at night and just go on the air. How many drunken cut-ins are there going to be? I think there's going to be a lot. Because you guys are going to be so bored. Right. So why, why not be on the air? Yeah. You have this little play pretty over in the breakfast nook. So the big controversy here is, and this is where the P1s get to vote and their voice will be heard, they get to vote on who gets the master bedroom. We have five bedrooms. We have nine people. So one will get the master bedroom by themselves. Have you seen any pictures of this place? No, I have not. I mean, I imagine if it's a five-bedroom house, that master suite's going to be pretty nice. Oh, I've heard it's really nice. So the P1 gets to decide who gets the master bedroom. Well, we voted, we've opened up the voting at theticket.com. Now, I haven't checked it since earlier this morning, so it may have swung wildly. But as of... Uh, early this morning, Norm was leading. Maybe Pete Tenney can give us an update. Yeah, Pete, can you go to the ticket website? Guys, I'm already on it. 37.35 is what we have right now with a leader. Norm Hitzkiss, and you're just two percentage points back, Gordo. So, Norm's in the lead, 37 percentage points. I'm second, 35 percentage points. Is it a I distant tried to third? Vote. No, I tried to vote, and somebody already done it on this computer, so I just get the poll results. Yeah. So, But is there, is there a distant third, or is go there back somebody on. right on Gordon's tail? I'll go back on. I'll get you the update. Third is so distant, I don't even remember it. Okay. So it's really I thought Ryder, Ryder right was now. in third last I checked. But he, he, I think he was like at 8%. Oh, wow. So this is going to go on until Wednesday? Is that when the voting closes? I thought it went until Friday. Oh. Well, screw me. I don't know anything. Yeah, so so far it's a two-horse two race, and it's become interesting as to who's throwing their support behind whom. And it see, I think most people, on air anyway, are throwing their support behind Norm. Uh, I know Bob and Dan. Count now. I've got every percentage point for each contestant. Okay. All right. Run it down. All right. Uh, we'll go in order, including Norm, who's got the two percent lead right now. Norm's got thirty-seven percent of the P1 votes. 
Gordo's got 35. Coming in third, Mike Reiner's got 10% of the votes. Wow, so Reiner's in double digits. This is the first time uh, I think somebody else has been in double digits. So Reiner's gaining. He's gaining ground. It doesn't say how many people have voted yet. Uh, who's coming in fourth? You guys know his fourth at 5%? Corby. Probably. Corby's got, he's got fourth place right now, 5%. Then with 3%, Jub Jub, Junior Miller, Bob Sturm. They've all got 3%. Coming in dead last without a chance right now, Dan McDowell at 2%. Everybody hates Dan. And Hammer's got himself a 2% count right now to round out the bottom of the pack. I, th I think the the guys bringing up the rear there, uh, Dan is an obvious one because the P1s hate Dan. Right. And then I think Grego is an obvious one because he is such the anti-common man. Do you think they're voting for their favorites or are they voting for the one they want to see isolated? I don't, uh, I don't know. I've been trying comedy. to figure out what, what is the motivation. I think, I think the people that vote for Norm <coughs> are voting for Norm because they think he deserves it. They think that you know, he's the... All the surgeries? Yeah, he's, you know, he's the elder oh. statesman, and he's got, he's got such a high-maintenance life when he's got to change out his spine and his colostomy bag every night. So they're doing it out of love rather than out of comedy? Or, or pity. And then I think the people that are voting for you, Gordon, just want to make all the other hosts mad. Because they know that it's going to get under everybody else's skin if you have the... Master Suite. Right. Yeah, I think that that's probably a pretty sound theory. But you, Because I think it would annoy... I know it would annoy Reins the most. He And Grego. He was, he was violent about it yesterday on the air. Reiner, Grego, and Jub-Jub and would really be upset if you had the Master Suite. And I don't understand why. Why are, why are they so concerned about my life? What do they care? I don't know. They just don't like to see you have nice things. Well... Seems like a pretty negative motivation. You don't deserve it. Um, well, who does deserve it? I don't know. I mean, think about this. See, I think this is a knock on Norm and Dan McDowell in particular. Those are the two who refuse to room with any other dirty ticket host. Right. On road shows. Now, Norm's gotten better about it in recent years, but when he first came over to the ticket, he would always just pay for his own hotel room because he wasn't going to shack up with anyone else the way we always used to do to try to save the company money. And Dan McDowell has always been the same way. He's like, you know, hey, look, I'm a Yankee. We don't do this, you know, from where I'm from, this sharing He does rooms. not say I'm a Yankee. Well, I don't know his reasoning. No one's really ever said his reasoning. But so he's always had his own room. So I think that was always a knock against those two about getting right. his own room. But see, Norm... He's kind of overcome that because he is so decrepit. So I think people are kind of like, well, you know, let's let's give Norm one last nice thing before he dies. Right. Let's give him the handicapped shower. Right. So I think that's why Norm is is you know gaining so much votes. Why I'm getting so many votes, I don't really know. I think it's because they want to see everyone else angry with you. But why do they want to see people angry? Because they want to create tension. It's a reality show. So my question is, the, the, the voting ends. You mentioned earlier that if you win the vote, that you're thinking about just deferring the master suite to Norm anyway. 
Well, is that is are you making that declaration, or are you just toying with the idea? I'm toying with that idea. I'm also toying with the idea of sleeping on the couch out in the living room and leave the master suite empty. Empty. <laughs> How great would that be? I've also toyed with the idea of uh, taking a week's vacation and exempting myself from the ticket compound so I don't have to go through it, but yet spending my vacation at the ticket compound. That's really convoluted. I know. Just not going on the air, just staying there right. and annoying everyone. Right. So I have several ideas. I, I do know this. If I win that master suite, I'm going to have some, some way of tricking it up. Yeah, yeah. Some way of tricking it up. Now, Dan, Are you guys allowed to run whores in and out of there? I think, yeah. So my question beyond uh, who gets the master suite, once that's decided, do you get to choose your roommate or is that assigned or is that going to be another p1 vote okay now this has also caused controversy there is a way that we have been planning to do it but the p1 is speaking up and wants to change the way we're going to do it and i'll tell you about that next okay KTCK Dallas-Fort Worth, KTDK Sanger. Sports Radio 1310, the ticket wonders, when amphibians eat, do they have to wait an hour before getting out of the water? 54 on Sports Radio 1310, the ticket. You listen to the rant from Toyota of Louisville. Stop by here and see us. We're at 121 and Stemmons, which is 35, right? Yes. 121 and 35. Just south of 121. Come by here, register to win ticket t-shirts and $25 Shell gas cards. Renee Issop's Toyota of Louisville. It's the fastest-growing Toyota dealership in North Texas. Don't miss this used car blowout sale they're having this weekend only. It's so a, if you're in the market for a uh, quality used vehicle, save yourself a lot of money. Come it's here a beaut. To Toyota of Louisville. This is a nice Toyota. It's really a nice store. I, I want to see if they did it. Do you guys have the new uh, FJ40? Ooh, FJ40. Where is it? Oh, oh yeah! I want to go look at that in the break. What is that? It's uh, it's the FJ Cruiser. They resurrected the old FJ, the original Land Cruiser. Uh huh. And uh, they're really sweet. Really? Yeah. What are they All sticker right. like? Mid twenties? Oh, like are you? Twenty-five to thirty, you something like car, that. Sweetheart. All right. So yeah, Toyota of Lewisville. Stop by and see us. Okay. Oh, hey, you know what? Yes, sir. Um. If Take any a compound talk in just a moment. But yeah, but if anybody family. really, really, really wants to uh, gay out with Frito, they can do it today. Okay. If you want to see Frito, he's going to be at the Sprint Customer Center on uh, McDermott at 75 and Allen from noon until 2 today. And you can actually uh, register to win tickets to the Cash America Quarterback Bowl out there. So Frito at Sprint Customer Center in Allen. All right, ticket compound, nine hosts locked in a house for one week. It will be uh, broadcast on web. You'll be able to see us. You'll be able to hear us on the ticket as all our shows come from the ticket compound. It's a grand experiment designed to build tension to see what will happen. Will we bite our heads off? A lot of people predict that I'll get killed. That's I don't always think there will be a murder. See, I, I wouldn't think so either. You know, Dan McDowell, when they were going on their rant about their endorsement of Norm Hitchkiss. Uh-huh. They said, don't waste a vote on either one of those two. Vote for Norm in order to keep me out of the master suite. 
But Dan was bagging on me for being antisocial on road trips. Dan's argument is... You do read a book with candles in the bathtub while everybody's <laughs> out at dinner. Dan's argument was, uh, yeah, I refuse to room with anybody, but uh, at least I'll go out to dinner. Whereas I'm the opposite. I'll room with somebody. That's fine. But a lot of times I'll stay in at night. I don't go out and, you know, I guess paint the town with the guys as much. So he wants to punish me for my social anxiety by making me room with somebody. Which you don't but, mind. But, yeah, rooming with somebody I don't mind. That's has nothing to do with it. Do you think that all this kind of um, latent hatred or tension is just going to boil over? That there is going to be some serious conflict? Because for the most part, everyone gets along, but there are deep-seated issues or, or right, what, dislikes. What do, th- what do you think of the deep-seated issues and dislikes? Kind of run them down for us. Well, I mean, I think that th- there are many people who put up with you, but maybe have issues with you. All right. Who are those people? Uh, well, the, the ones that we talked about, um, Reiner and Grego and George <laughs> and I guess Dan. Uh-huh. Um, Bob. Norm. Yeah, I guess everybody, except for Craig. Um, you know, but see, I, I, in all honesty, I don't think I have any more issues than anybody else has with anybody else. Yeah. I mean, a lot of the issues people have with me were early day issues. Right. I think, you know, there's, there's the occasional tension between Mike and Greg that if they have to... Occasional is the word you use. Well, I guess there's, there's occasional. I don't want to say that there's rampant tension, but there's tension sometimes between the two of them. And if they have to room together for a week <laughs> and spend 24 hours a day uh, and no ability to escape... That, uh, you know, that could boil over. So the controversy is that uh, whoever the P1s vote for the master suite, they get, they get the master suite, and then the hosts are left to their own devices to choose who they room with. Yeah. Well, P1s are crying foul, foul there. They want to determine who gets to room with whom. Yeah, they want to maximize the tension by handpicking the roommates. Okay, so let's, you and I, go through our ticket compound bracket and maximize the tension, shall we? Okay. What is the most tension who gets the master suite? Probably you. All right. Then that takes me out of the tension contention for rooming with people. I think it would cause more tension for you to have the master suite than for you to room with any individual. Okay. Hey, hey, with, maybe with the exception of Reiner. Maybe you and Reiner sharing a room. All right, so put the master suite up there with me in it. Okay, so then you got, uh, who, who, what are your pairings? Um, maybe George and Norm, or Craig and Norm. Then why would you say that? I, I just because, you know, they they have to deal with him on a daily basis with the crosstalk. Uh huh. And you know they both, you know, they tolerate Norm, but I think that extended exposure to Norm would drive them insane. I don't necessarily think that Norm would be put out by anyone, but Norm could put out other people. You know what uh, I'm saying? I just think that the either... So you're saying, let's say Craig and Norm. Okay. I think that, yeah, Craig would have the shortest wick with Norm. All right. 
Um, who who could we put with Bob? Hmm. Well, I don't know. I think Bob and Dan may be your best bet. Yeah, have making forcing them to coexist. Right. Okay. Well, let's go with that. And that would probably go Ryder and Grego. Yeah, forcing them to coexist. So that would leave George and Corby. So that's not really a tension pairing. No, but I don't know that you can have every bedroom be a tension pairing. Right. I don't know if you could mix and match it to where every room is going to be a tension factory. Uh, but I think that that's a pretty good scenario. Well, the P1s, you can vote on this master suite thing. You can go to the ticket.com. You have to scroll down, and then there's a little thing that says vote here. You can do that. Also, you can go to the ticket.com, click on Gordon Keith, and I've done a little write-up of... Uh, some of the controversy going on on this. You can vote from my page. It'll take you to the ticket page. Uh, also, on my page, I also have some endorsements that have come down. You know, George, I think, has endorsed Norm. Craig has endorsed anybody but Dan McDowell. I have endorsed Norm. Has anyone conceded yet? Bob Dan have endorsed Norm. No one's conceded yet. No, no one's pulled out of the race yet. Uh, the Taliban has endorsed George. America's endorsed me. <laughs> I'm trying to think of what else has been uh, offered. I can't remember. You know, endorsements are really, they're flying in now at this point. So what, what has been the uh, P1 reaction via your email or whatever other oh, channels? Oh, I've gotten so much email on this. People are excited. Really? So yeah. we, we haven't beaten it into the ground yet. People are actually excited well, about we, this. We might have right here today. Yeah, we've spent a couple segments on it. But I don't know. You want to go to the phone and see if we beat everyone down? Yeah. Well, it's a fine line. You know, we, we, we definitely like to promote things here on the ticket. We promote and then we back sell. Right. And there's a fine line where that crosses the line with the P1 and it's overkill. Hi, you're on Sports Radio 1310, the ticket with the rant. Hey, are we on? Yep. I'll tell you, the worst two together would be Dan and uh, Grego. But the question I've got is... Oh, yeah, I forgot those two. They've had tension that's erupted oh, between them recently. But, but let me ask you this. Have y'all considered who's going to do the plunging of the toilets? And, you know, are you going to carry osium in, you know, for all the uh, flatulence? Yeah, there's been a lot of talk about uh, the condition of the uh, toilets there. How many uh, toilets are in the house? It's one. A, it's a 5-1. <laughs> Hi, you're on Sports Radio 1310, the ticket. Hey, what's up? I'm just doing a radio show. Yeah, what are y'all doing? Radio show? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, sure enough. Um, hey, want to hang out later and listen to Desperado's game? All right, sounds good. Thanks for your call. Hi, you're on the ticket. Hello? Hey, uh, you guys aren't beating me down with this compound talk, but um, Cowboys talk about you guys um, owning them or them owning you, that's, uh, that's uh, kind of beating everybody down, I think. Yeah, I don't think that... We didn't announce that we own the Cowboys, did we? We're the new home of the Cowboys. Yeah. I think it's worded home of the Cowboys. We didn't buy them. And they didn't buy the station. What the Cowboys have done is they basically, I think, uh, it's kind of a barter agreement. They get the time on our, on our station, and then they sell it and they make money. Yeah. they. Uh, uh, do you think they made the ticket their biatch? I don't see how. Maybe a little? It's our airwaves. 
Yeah. So, I mean, if they say, you know, hey, you guys do this, and we say no, then they just take their game and go somewhere else. I mean, and we still have, we still own our airwaves. But there's a contract. Could they do that? Could they break the contract? I don't know. I don't know. We're getting off topic. You have to understand, I'm very low level in those <laughs> negotiations. You weren't involved with Jerry no, and not Jerry at Jr. All. and Steven. Hi, you're on Sports Radio 1310, the ticket. Oh, dear. What? What? Hi, you're on Sports Radio 1310, the ticket. Yeah, um, I think the most tension would be Dan and uh, Reiner, because they're always getting into it. Plus, I voted for you, Gordon, and that's exactly why uh, you guys were talking earlier, because I wanted to see total tension with everyone else. And this is going to turn into a total crash situation, I'm telling you. You think the ATF will <laughs> raid us? There's going to be flames licking through the, <coughs> the roof. How much would it bug everyone if I did get the master suite and then just slept on the couch and nobody could use it? Board it up the Yeah, I'll just nail suite. it shut. I'll take everybody's food into the master suite and then nail it shut and claim no one can go in there because it's mine. <laughs> and I won't even eat the food. Hi, you're on Sports Radio 1310, the ticket with David Lane. What? Hey, David, I think uh, Gordon should, if the room, he should not sleep in it just to piss everybody off. See there? Support for my yeah. idea, David. Hi, you're on the ticket. Ticket compound reaction, you're on the air. Hi, I don't think you crossed the lines of lines by talking about, you know, the lines in the house, but if Gordo gets the master suite, you have to embrace the master suite and walk around all day bragging about how you have the master suite. Just... Should I do that? Rub it in everyone's face? That's a poor winner. Yeah, I don't know that you need to be a a poor winner. I'm thinking what we'll do is maybe I'll invite Norm to share the master suite with me. So somebody can have one of the smaller rooms to themselves? Yeah. Would Norm do that? Is it a king? Is there enough room for you and Norm and a king? I'm hoping it's a queen. Hi, you're on Sports Radio 1310, the ticket. Gordon, it's Carl. Mm. Oh, hey, Carl. I want to live out in the shed, don't buy that compound. Mm. Oh, yeah, maybe we ought to let Carl live out in the shed. The pool yeah, house? There's just a, yeah, there's a cot out there and some, uh, you know, some soap to clean up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but a couple little blankets down there, the little old squirrel. Mm. Well, Carl doesn't always carry around a little baby in a shoebox, not bigger than a little old squirrel. <laughs> Hi, you're on Sports Radio 13 to the ticket. Compound reaction. Yes, you're on the air. Hey, I think that you should pull a Richard Hatch and watch her walk around naked all the time. And also, you guys for sure need a confessional. See, I think the confessional is a good idea, too. How would that work? Would that be a web-only feature? No, I think it ought to be on the air, but none of the other guys can hear what you're saying. Huh. How would that work? I don't know. What's your name, darling? I think they, they hung Damn up it. on her. Yeah. Hey, I'm going to... It's just going to be a parade of women in my master suite if I get the master suite. Maybe that's what I'll do. As a reward to the P1s for voting me in the master suite, I'll basically have strip teases going on on the master suite webcam at all times. While I sit over there ignoring her with my face in a book or something. Something real obnoxious like that. Hey, back here at the station, we just got a precinct ballot box come in. If you guys want a breaking update on the new poll results. We'll okay, breaking news. All Pete right. Tenney in the newsroom. Go ahead, Pete. You got it. Uh, somehow, Gordon, over the course of the show, you've actually lost ground on Norm Hitzkiss. Wow. Over the course of the show, the one time it was possible you to maybe gain some votes, you've actually lost some votes. Well, no, I, I think that this is natural. I mean, I've endorsed Norm.
and, and we've talked about the reasons for voting for Norm because he has, you know, uh, he has those fake baboon hips and the, and the out exterior heart. LSD. You've only lost one percentage point, but you're now three back of him. Norm's got 37, you've got 34, and that one that you're holding on to, remember you had 35 earlier, has now been dispersed among the other candidates. Well, you know what? Here's something I may do. If I win the Master Suite, I will then put a poll on GordonKeith.com that allows people to vote what I do with the Master Suite. Give it to Norm, not stay in it and allow it to be unoccupied, have the strip teases in there, or stay in the master suite but sleep on the floor. We'll give the P1s a bunch yeah. of choices to where they get to determine what happens. In other words, if I or win the master suite, the P1s win the master suite. Yeah. We're suddenly at 56%. Who is? No, there's been no change. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I think that's a great idea. And maybe somebody might even have a brilliant write-in for what you should do with the master suite. Okay, yeah, if you have a great idea, if I win the master suite, therefore the P1s control what goes on in the master suite, what should we do? You can email me at gordon at gordonkeith.com. It's 1110 on Sports Radio 1310, the ticket. Let's talk about Mexicans next. Okay. The Quick Ticket Compound. One house, nine guys, five bedrooms. Vote now with theticket.com to decide who gets the luxurious master suite all to themselves. Brought to you by Rodney Anderson's CTX Mortgage and Sports Radio 1310 The Ticket. Oh, dear. What the hell's going on? 1117 Sports Radio 1310 The Ticket. The rant out of the Toyota of Louisville. You know who owns this place, David? Renee Yes. Oh, what kind of voice is that? I don't know. Huh. Yeah, that's right. Renee Issop's Toyota of Louisville, fastest-growing Toyota dealership in North Texas. Don't miss out on the used car blowout sale this weekend only, David. So if someone wants to come out here and get a great price on a used vehicle, it's the place to do it. You know, you save a lot of money by getting a car that's a couple years old. Let somebody else take that hit for you, that depreciation hit. Mm-hmm. When they drive it off the lot, it loses money. You lose five grand just driving it off the lot. Whose voice is that? I don't know. And also, Prius is out here with us. Hey, Prius. Hi. How are you doing? I'm just wonderful. You run on some other kind of... Uh, you run on gasoline, right? But Yes, I run on gasoline, but I, um, I get injected with other things. They help me run fast. Oh, like the, the battery. Yes. Yeah, the battery uh, injects you with energy. Fusion of energy from other sources. That's right. So Prius is certainly out here. You can come out and talk to him. You're very popular, by the way. Yes. Think green. You have, you have a waiting list. Yes. People wanting to purchase you. People want me. Want me real hard. Huh. So Prius, uh, you can come speak with him. All right. We talked about Ticket Compound. Yeah. We talked about nuclear proliferation. We did. And I think we both agree that it's a good thing. Uh, <sighs> And uh, now, David, you want to talk about Mexicans. Yes, sir. You know, uh, you guys had good fun on the morning show this past week talking about the uh, protests that were going on, um, you know, over the last week about the immigration legislation. Yes. And a lot of, uh, you know, high schoolers in the area kind of took it as an opportunity to 
skip school. Right. Under the guise of protesting. Yeah, and you know there's this show on, is it on the HBO or the Showtime, the walkout show? No, no, that show. It's about students walking out in 68 over something, and so I think that that may have culturally influenced this to occur. Huh. So, yeah, so there were a lot of walkouts, a lot of kids skipping school to protest, you know, the immigration legislation that's being tossed about. Immigration legislation. So the uh, Ennis School District has taken a stand, and they have suspended 120 to 130 students. Uh, About 50 of those were high schoolers. They suspended them from class on Friday, and then they also suspended them from any extracurricular activities this weekend, including uh, any sporting events and prom. So if you walked out and participated in uh, any uh, Hispano protests, you uh, are not going to get to go to your prom this weekend if you're in Ennis. Think that's harsh? Or do you think that... uh, Well, if they were told ahead of time, okay, look, it's, it's your call. Here are the consequences of this action. And they picked that off the menu and said, yes, I want to leave school well, I don't and know, protest I don't, this, and I'm willing to give up prom to do it. Then I don't see how you can complain after the fact. Well, I don't know that they knew the punishment. I guess maybe they were warned <laughs> not to walk out. Uh-huh. But they probably didn't know that prom was on the table. What's the big deal about not going to prom? I didn't go to my prom. I went to a few proms, and it was a beating. But I guess if you, you know, got the the lowrider limo and... Excuse me? I mean, if you got if you already paid for the limo... Uh-huh. Then, uh... And you don't With get to use the it. the word limo and gothic letters in the back? Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I don't think that losing prom is any great. I mean, if you gave me the uh, option of, okay, do you want in-school suspension or lose your prom, I would take losing prom. Big deal. I don't know. I guess I didn't have a real healthy attitude towards what prom was. I didn't see it as this huge rite of passage and this big event in my life. I mean, do people put prom on their resume still? I don't know that anyone has ever put prom on their resume. Okay, then why is it so important? I don't know. It's romanticized. So you didn't even go to prom? No, I didn't go to prom. So you don't even remember who you didn't go to prom with? I know who I would have gone to prom with, but I didn't go. Who would you have gone with? My girlfriend at the time. This is how sorry I was. I went to prom with somebody other than my girlfriend. This is how sorry I was. My girlfriend was uh, two grades younger than me, and we were still dating when she was a senior, and it was time for her prom, and I was was too cool to go. I'm in college. I I don't need to go to high school prom. So you robbed her of her prom? Well, she went with some other dude. Huh. A friend of hers. At least that's what she said. Yeah. Wow. I'd check into that. And I went to uh, I went to prom two years. Do you lose it? What's that? I'm sorry? Did Sir? You, did you, like, lose your ticket and you had to talk your way into prom? No, no. I, I kept my ticket and everything. Hmm. Busted her ticket in half. You know, tore it at the door. Yeah. 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 Handed it to uh, the doorman. But um, my junior year, I was going out with the same girl. I had the same girlfriend throughout high school. And uh, my junior year, I went to prom with a girl who was one year older than me, that Anna Gray chick that we talked about that was on Oprah. Look, there's a guy getting all inside Prius over there. Well, he's all up in Prius. 
Prius is really liking that. So I went to a prom with Anna Gray my junior year. And then my senior year was when I went with uh, some other chick. And I can't remember. It seemed like it was a cheerleader. Because you were asked by her? How did the how did you going to prom with someone other than your girlfriend? No, no, no wait a second, wait a second. Maybe I did go to prom with my high school girlfriend. But you ditched her? No. I can't remember. I You know, those years I'm not real proud of. You, so were, you were at your height of sorriness? Yeah, so I tried to not remember them. <laughs> I mean, I feel real bad. That that high school girlfriend of mine, you know, I just think that I really didn't do right by her. And No, I, I definitely didn't. And I have a lot of, uh, I mean, just a lot of guilt, you know, associated with it. Why are we getting into the psychoanalyzing? This. I don't know. We were talking about Mexicans missing their prom. Yeah. I mean, I have no guilt for Mexicans because I haven't done anything wrong to them. Do they have pinatas at prom? What do you mean? Like out on the dance floor and everybody spins around, takes I don't a know, you know, I don't know if pinatas, maybe, I think that may be more of a white thing now. That the Mexican is distanced from the pinata because the white person has embraced it? Maybe. I mean, I think it's, you know, kind of like whites in the black community. We always adopt their language about seven years after they're done with it. You know, all of a sudden we're talking about bling and all this kind of stuff, and no one uses that term anymore. I think that's the way it is with pinatas. <laughs> okay. This struck me as odd. Yeah. It's funny. All right. So, uh, yeah, so they don't get to go to prom. Big deal. Big deal. So we won't get to see a bunch of gaudy prom pics. <laughs> Those are funny, by the way. Why do people trick up their prom outfits so much? I tricked up mine, and I've, I'm mortified that I didn't just wear a nice, standard tuxedo. By the way, at Ennis High School... I think I wore pink Chuck Taylors or something. At Ennis High School, uh, more than a third of uh, the uh, high school's population are Hispanic. It has about 1,500 kids, and about 600 of them are Hispanic. So, why are you mentioning that? I'm just saying... I wasn't planning to go there anyway. But now you're really not? I don't know what you're talking What? It's 1126 on Sports Radio 1310, the ticket. You want to talk sports next? No, I want to talk dinosaur tracks and grapevine. Plano Cycling Team Ticket on this year's Sam's Club MS150 Bike Tour. Presented by 24-Hour Fitness, May 6th and 7th. Sign up now at theticket.com. The Rent, a Toyota of Louisville. Stop by and see us. you got about 30 minutes to see yeah. us. We got We're out of here at car. noon. What's that? I'm we sorry, Dennis. What? What, huh? We're giving away a $25 Shell gas card to the first person that comes up in front of our broadcast booth and does the river dance. And I'm talking about the extended two-hour river dance. David will be the judge because you you are big time into river dance. Yeah, yeah. I've seen it like a dozen times. I actually followed them on tour for a while. Toyota of Louisville is at 121. It's on 35 at 121. Stop by and see us. Also, check out the great used car blowout sale they're having this weekend only. Massive savings on over $4 million of quality pre-owned inventory. And you know what else? What, David? Monday, I don't know if you know this, but Monday is opening day. Why are you doing these? 
Cuz, I feel bad. It's We never do these, and it's sitting here in front of me. So okay, I we've been like doing the show for 10 years. Fine. And the next to last show, you're going to decide that you have a conscience about doing 40 liners. It just felt like doing it. It's just so disjointed. Okay, never mind. I don't care. Screw the ticket. Well, don't have that attitude. The ticket's been very good to you. Has it? I think we've supplemented your income for quite some time, haven't we? Yeah, In maybe. between firing you. Yeah. In between tearing my heart out and showing it to me. It wasn't that bad. Do you still harbor resentment to Kevin Scott for getting the job over you? No. He didn't have anything to do with it. Who did? Who do you resent for it? Uh, Bruce Gilbert. Okay. Our former boss. Okay, so dinosaur tracks in Lake Grapevine. Have you heard about this story, David? Uh, only when I saw the headline in the metro section of the Dallas Morning News. So in, uh, I believe it was Lake Grapevine, wasn't it? Is it Grapevine Lake or Lake Grapevine? Well, Grapevine Lake, I don't know. What's the difference other than word order? No difference. So the water's low, and it reveals these 95-million-year-old dinosaur tracks. I guess in the hardened mud at the bottom of the lake. Huh. Or in rock, what is now rock. That's crazy. So they, they had known these were down there since 1982. That was when they were discovered. But because of recent low lake levels. So they knew they were there, they just couldn't get to them? How did they know they were there? Well, I guess because it was low before, and that's when they found them and studied them and all that sort of thing. They knew they were up under there and they were covered over by water. Why, why didn't they remove them back in the day when the water was low before? Well, because they say that archaeologically, uh -huh. it's important to see them in the context. Oh. In context. Gotcha. They don't just want to abstract oh, them. River dancing. Oh, there she goes. Yay. She's river dancing. Yay. So she got her shell card. Good job. Uh, so they didn't want to take them out. Well... Now they were revealed this last time, and of course it makes the round of news. Hey, the dinosaur tracks are back. And, uh, what, what voice is that? John McKay. Yeah. So watch out for them. They're on the loose. I'm John McKay. You like my little hit in the mustache? What'd you say, Gloria? Why don't you give me some of that big old juicy booty? That's, that's I'm really McKay. disrespectful. Well, I mean, I don't know how he sounds. Yeah. But anyway, you I mean, you get the point. He was talking about dinosaur tracks. Yeah. I don't know that that's the transcript of that newscast, but... I thought I heard him say that. We'll go with it. I thought I heard him say, look at these big old dinosaur tracks all over the place. Come on, Gloria. Give me some of that big old juicy brown booty. Something like that. I yeah. mean, I remember dinosaur tracks being in there. Yeah. So, uh, so they were revealed this time again, and of course, they didn't try not to publicize the location of them too much, but people around the neighborhood knew. Turns out... Some punk kids go down there, tried to make... A, they even... Authorities even covered over them with soft dirt to try to obscure their location. Some punk kids went down there, found where they were, tried to make molds of the dinosaur tracks, ended up destroying some of them. These things survived 95 million years, and in just a couple hours... Well, were they, trying, were they trying to vandalize, or were they trying to make molds and do a science project? You're going to make me read the story, aren't you? Yes, I would like you to read the story. Okay, 15 large tracks and dozens of smaller impressions left by hadrosaurs, which are common herbivores. I mean, we all know that. Yeah. Very common. Uh, 
go to page 13B. Hold on a second. You're listening to Vamp Gordon a little bit. read the paper on the third from last rant ever. I'm on cold medicine, okay? Uh, let's see. Uh, okay, well, it doesn't say. I swore I read that they were destroyed. Maybe John McKay told you that part. Gloria, did you or your booty hear about them dinosaur tracks being destroyed? Ooh, I tell you what. So racist. All right, it says here that some of the kids that destroyed the tracks were barred from attending the no, school No, now prom. you're reading the, the Ennis prom story. Oh, okay, sorry. Look further down in the column. You're listening okay, to two of the, the smaller prehistoric impressions at the site had been dug up. So they destroyed those. They dug them up. And took them? I guess. Well, how obvious is that? Go to your local Cash American if there's a couple of dinosaur prints up there. I mean, the pawn shops are able to track that. I'm assuming they were being fenced, right? Uh, two others ruined by amateurs trying to make molds. So that wasn't necessarily punk kids. It was probably dorky amateur paleontologists. You think? Yeah. Well, all I know is that four dinosaur tracks, which I had always counted on to be there my whole life, are now gone. So this really affects me. You've lost faith in, faith in mankind? I have. And did you also see the story about the accused teacher that's going back to his job now after he's finally been cleared of sexual impropriety? So we're now down to the bottom of the metro section? Dwayne Massengill. Tense. He kind of looks like a douche. Look at him there. <laughs> hey! Thank you. Thank you for being here. All right, that's the ticket. We're signing <laughs> off. <laughs> Uh, he is trying to move on with his life, and he's wanting to go back to teaching. Poor guy, accused of doing something with, uh, offering a 15-year-old student better grades if she gave him, you know, body stuff from her. What kind of body stuff? I don't know. It doesn't say. Well, now I guess he's been cleared. He's been on paid leave since this. That's not too bad. Since January of 2004... Paid leave? a couple of years of paid leave? Dang. That's great. This guy is a douche. How can I get someone to accuse me? How great would that be? All you have to do is get someone to accuse you, and the ticket will put you on paid leave? So anyway, he's going back to... Uh, that's got to be weird if you're a teacher. Aren't you always scarred by that? Scarred by having an accusation follow yeah, you? Yeah, and just, you know, that's always a... People are always going to talk about that wherever you go, don't you think? Yeah. Uh, it, it'll follow you. Maybe not immediately. But, you know, if you start teaching at some other school or some other district, eventually the rumor is going to be, hey, I heard he was accused of molesting a kid. And it probably won't be followed by, yeah, and he was acquitted. Right. It'll just, you know, they'll bring up the accusation, and then you've got to come clean. What? Anyway, so that's the dinosaur story I wanted to tell you about. 214-787-1310 is our telephone number. Dave, I never asked you, did you do anything fun last night? I went to uh, the Barley House 13th birthday party last night. All right. See, that's questionable to me. I think they... Because they changed locations. Yeah, you got to start the calendar over. Yeah. They've changed locations, and it's the same bar in name only. 
Well, it's still got it's got the same pictures on the wall and stuff, same decor, same tables, booths. Yeah, but you can't move a bar, can you? I mean, it's, it's not the same, but it's you know they tried. All right, so their thirteenth anniversary. Yeah. What do they do? They have uh, dollar lemon drops or something? No, they had free keg beer, and this is how much of a beer snob I've turned into. They have this free keg beer, and it was so nasty that I couldn't even drink it, even though it was free. All yeah. right, so there you hear it, Barley House. Dave really loves you and what you're trying to do for your patrons. I supported the Barley House. I was there. Saw the Drams play. It's the uh, reincarnation of Slobberbone. They got rid of the dorky bass player. So why do they have to rename just because they got rid of a bass player? Well, they kind of changed their sound, too. It's uh, more, more of a uh, 60s vibe. Oh, creepy. Some guy just comes up and whispers that I'm his leader. <laughs> Who's your leader, David? Do you have a leader? Do I have a leader? What's the idea of the leader? Someone, I know it's a hardline thing. Yeah. But that everyone has a leader? Yeah, whoever, I guess, inspires you or, or is your... Uh, what you aspire to be. Oh, okay. Easy. Jesus Christ. What's Who's your, your leader? Probably Judas. Oh, my gosh. You take that back right now. But I'm assuming they don't mean Priest. religiously. Uh, Rob Halford is what I mean. Oh, okay. They don't mean religiously. They mean more yeah. in your everyday life. Yeah. So it can't be somebody that's famous, is it? Unless you know them personally. Well, no, because... Well, Chris Berman is... Uh, Reiner's leader. Oh, okay. So, so it can be a celebrity. All right. A celebrity that's my leader. Who would it be? Jim Carrey. You think? Mike Myers. I don't know. Why would you choose those two? <laughs> huh. Who is your leader? Uh, I don't know. Corby? Is he my leader? I guess you're my leader. I guess I don't really have a leader at the ticket. I thought that it was confined to the ticket. No, I think it goes beyond the the ticket. It, it's it's a it's a world scope. Oh, we'll go to the phones and find out my leader. Hi, you're on Sports Radio 1310 the ticket. Oh. Hi, you're on Sports Radio 1310 the ticket. I was going to tell Davey not to do the 40 ladders. No one listened. Uh, Dan Bennett or Cat. So I wanted just to stop. You know, it's, it's a pitiful attempt to get his job back. That's all I was going to tell him. What is he saying? I don't know. I didn't understand the first part. Oh, Dave, listen. The 40-liner, stop, okay? Oh, the 40-liner, oh, yeah. Okay, you were trying to get your job back. Yeah. yeah it was a, it was, it was a poor attempt. It was pitiful. Please stop. I, I, I apologize. The rant is over. That's it. Thank you for your strong vote. Thank you. Hi, you're on AM radio with AM radio people. Yeah, uh, hello? Yes. Yeah, it looks like I've been April Fool. Do you know how long you can live without kidneys? Oh, he's a victim of an April Fool's prank. He wants to know how long you can live without kidneys. Are you still in the bathtub? Packed with ice? Yeah, you need to get to an emergency room, dude. I forgot it's April Fool's Day. Hi, you're on Sports Radio 1310, the ticket. So is it April Fool's that the rant's over? Hello? Yes, you're on AM radio. Oh, I'm sorry. Hey, Gordon, I think uh, Bill Murray's your leader. Is that right? Yeah, that's a good one. I'll take that. That's a, that is a good one. Hi, you're on AM radio with AM people. Front line four guy. Take care. 
Hi, you're on Sports Radio 1310, The Ticket. Yeah, I was going to talk to Gordon about a, a hunting poaching story I had this morning. Okay. Uh, I know he's a master hunter. I was just going to ask him if he's ever come across any poachers. Just kind of an awkward situation. Came face-to-face with a guy on the land. You think he'd want to talk about that? You came face-to-face with him? Yes. Huh. That's like a sword fight. Basically, yeah. I was out at uh, turkey hunting. It was opening season today. And I'm making turkey. Gordon says he's not interested. What's that? I just emailed Gordon. He said he's not interested. Oh, cool. Okay, thanks. Bye. All right, thanks for trying, though. Hi, you're on Sports Radio 13. Send the ticket. Hi, you can't get rid of the rant because I love you, Gordo. And if you do, I'll never listen to the ticket again. That's a bold claim. No one would stop listening to the ticket. Hi, you're on AM radio with AM people who work on AM radio. Hello? Yes, you're on the air. Hi. Hey, Hi. how you doing? I, I was going a group to offer up for Gordo, and for we Gordo. endorse uh, Grego for right. uh, the Master Suite. Who's the leader? Um, it's for Gordo? Uh, Reiner. Reiner is my leader, or Reiner should be in the Master Suite? I'm confused. What? All right, one more phone call. Hi, you're on Sports Radio 1310, The Ticket. Isn't Robert Mitchell your hero, your leader? Robert Mitchell? Yeah. Who is that? What's that? Mitchell. Who is that? Who's Robert Mitchell? Mystery Science Theater 2000. Mitchell. Mystery Science Theater. Oh, oh, the, uh, yeah. Was that Joe Don Baker's character? Yeah. Yeah, that was a funny episode. He's my leader. That was great. All right, let's take one more to hopefully get a better one. Hi, you're on Sports Radio 13 to the ticket. Yeah, I think you've regressed. I think Corby is your leader. That's fine with me. He's passed you again. I've regressed to what? What was I before? Well, you were his leader, and now he's your leader. Oh, okay. But if I've regressed, so he had to be my leader before now. That you've gone back to him being your leader? I guess. Is that what regressed means? I don't know. I'm confused. All right, one more. Hi, you're on Sports Radio 1310, The Ticket. Yes, you're on AM Radio. Speak up. Yes, you're on AM Radio. Oh, dear. You're on with the Louisville boys from Toyota. <laughs> hey, um, you can't. Corby can't be your leader because according to the hard line, you're... Corby's leader, so I think you should choose either Henry Rollins or John Stewart because I think that you kind of fall in line with those guys. And hey, Henry podcast Rollins. the rant and the confessionals. Podcast them. Be hilarious. Love you. Love you. All right, eleven forty nine on Sports Radio thirteen ten. The ticket. is Sports Radio 1310 The Ticket, established in 1994. We started out with nothing, and we still have most of it left. 1155 Sports Radio 1310 The Ticket, The Rant, wrapping up from Toyota of Louisville. They remain here after we leave. Yes, and they don't tear down the building and drive off all the cars. Their used car blowout continues after we leave today. They're on uh, 35 at 121. Stop by and see them on this fine April morn. And I did go look at the uh, FJ Cruiser over there. You likes? Pretty sweet. I think, you know, I've matured beyond it. 
it, it's probably not functional for me at this point in my life, but if that truck had been around in my 20s, that's definitely the vehicle that I would have wanted to be in. It's a sweet truck. All right, Pete, do we have an update on the uh, ticket compound voting? We do. Probably should get one last one before you roll your credits. Ticket compound master bedroom update. Throughout the course of the rant today, Gordon Keith has lost two percentage points. Oh. Norm has actually lost a percentage point. And, guys, there is something fishy going on with uh -oh. the ballots. Someone is stuffing the ballot box for one of these candidates who started off in last place today. He is making such a dynamic charge that at this pace he would probably overtake everyone by the end of the day. Any guesses who that might be? Greg, Greg Williams. Williams. Greg Williams has made a charge unprecedented here at the ticket compound vote. He is now, he started at 2% when the show began. By the end of the rant... He is now at 6%. Wow, he's tripled his percentage. Wow. Yes. Yeah, that, that is suspicious. You know, he's working hard to do it. Grego, do you think Grego's at home, like, clearing out his cash and, yeah. and going back and voting for himself and yeah, clearing he, out? Greg clearing the cookies and going back and doing it again. Yeah, you know, I figured if anyone, it, it would grade on Grego the most being in last place. He can't abide by that. At the original real ticket compound, you know, he had to have the master suite there, too. Mm -hmm. And he's looking to reprise that role at this one. Boy, I think this may be a wide-open race. We'll see how it, how it comes out. Yeah, I, I, I guess it's, Pete, it's not showing vote totals, just percentages, so we don't know how many votes have been cast. That certainly is Pete Tenney that is avoiding your question there. But I, what I'm saying I think is... Hey, hey, guys, it almost signed off for the day. What was that? Uh, oh, we were just, I was just wondering. It, it doesn't show how many votes have been cast, no, just doesn't. the percentage. It so, does not. So it's hard to say like, right. how much of an impact a, a flood of votes for any one person could make. So what, uh, Norm, is it 37%? No, he's now down to uh, 36%. Mm -hmm. You're 34 And Greg has made the charge to 6%. Is, is so, uh, Reiner still over 10%? Well, I do know this. I, I voted for Greg earlier today when he was at 2%, and his vote stayed at 2%. So there's at least more than 100 people who voted. Uh, thanks for that update, Pete. Yeah. <laughs> thanks mm. for the math. So come on, people. If you're, if, You know what? Maybe if I win this master bedroom vote, I'll continue the rant. I don't know. Just an idea. Jeez. So a vote for me is a vote for the rant. It's a vote for GordonKeith.com. I guess I could pull the plug on that if I didn't win the uh, Master Suite. Well, but you just have such leverage. You're holding so many things hostage. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? Uh, if I do win the Master Bedroom Suite vote, I'm going to clean up this immigration business. <laughs> I'm going to clean that up. going to ship them all out? Hello, David. Who's this? Schlosser Tumor? Oh, it's Dana Slosher, Slosher's tumor. The huh? one that the one that made you uh, or made Dina I kill tell her baby. Her to do things. What did you tell her to do? I tell her I don't like baby. Why? Why did you uh, focus on the arms so much? No, I did not want her to do that. She did that. You just didn't like the baby. I she took nothing. it too far, huh? Yes. She is guilty and should die for what she did. Baby but arms. unfortunately, if you kill her, you kill me. It's kind of a catch-22, isn't it? Let Tumor live. 
put you in like a, a jar of fluid? I want my own mason jar, David. See what I can do about that. Tell Prius bye-bye. Bye, guys. This is the new radio home of the Dallas Cowboys. Sports Radio 1310 The Ticket. KTCK Dallas-Fort Worth. KTDK Sanger. Short in Allen.